0: true stories about life inside prison. I'm your host and narrator, Joe Baker, and today's story is titled, Judgment Day. The story you're about to hear is true. It is either a personal account of mine, or it was told to me by someone I believe to be telling the truth. The names of the participants have been changed to protect the guilty. I've always said that it's the myth that attracts people to the gang life, but it's the reality that traps them in it. I became a member of the Gangster Disciples before I came to prison. I figured out early on that if I was going to live this life, I was going to be the one giving the orders, not the one receiving them. As I climbed the ladder and became the head of the compound, I was responsible for whatever happened there. Every day it was something. It was like being a parent to a dozen of unruly kids found out really quickly that no matter how high you climb in the game, that nobody is above the law. As head of the compound, you're held responsible for whatever happens on the compound. I found out really quickly that any decision that I made, it was always going to be somebody that liked it and somebody that didn't like it. So I just had to make my decisions and stand on that. Well, an incident came up with the, one of the guys <clears throat> and he wanted to know if it was okay for him to wear a Dallas Cowboys basketball. I mean, baseball, football hat. It's a football hat, not a basketball hat. And I was like, "What's the big deal?" And he was telling me about how, <clears throat> you know, for a gangster disciple, you know, to wear a five-point star that was—that's like sacrilege. You know what I mean? So what we normally would do is crack the star. But at this time, I thought we had moved past that. You know what now, I'm what saying? Is crack the star. Crack the star means like you—you you, know—the five-point star that's written on the Dallas Cowboy head, right? What you do is you take a black magic marker and write a line down, right down the middle of it. And like, you split splitting it. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So, and if you do that, then you could wear the hat, right? I thought we were past that. You know what I'm saying? Because I had heard, you know what I'm saying, from some brothers that were, you know, in the shy, and in Milwaukee, that, you know, we moved beyond that. Let's keep it moving. You know, it wasn't even a big deal by wearing red or anything like that anymore. You know what I mean? And evidently, You know, it was still a big deal to some people in the state. So, anyway, I made the decision. I said, man, no, bro, don't worry about that. You know what I'm saying? I got it on good authority that, you know, we don't have to worry about that no more. So, some of the other guys that, you know, they were more old school. You know what I'm saying? They didn't want to hear that. You know what I mean? They still wanted, you know, to have that um, old way of doing things still around. You know what I mean? So, they wrote some people, you know what I'm saying, that I answered to. You know what I'm saying? The people that ran the entire state. I only ran a compound, right? They wrote people that ran the whole state. And, well, I thought that I was right. And one of the people that ran the whole state, he was at the same prison but on max in the back, right? And I used to go back there and see him every Wednesday and talk to him. So, anyway, uh, they wrote him and he wrote back and told them to tell me to make sure and bring that up and remind him of it. When I went to the back to see him that Wednesday, right? I'm thinking, no big deal. He just wants to talk about it, blah, blah, blah. Everything's going to be fine, right? Well, whoop-de-doo. I get in the back, and we sit down, and he said, Joe, I need you to do me a favor. And I said, anything, bro, what's up? He said, I need you to go back out there. He said, I'm going to send this with you. He said, it's a write-up. He said, I'm writing you up. You know what I'm saying? I said, for what? He, He said, disrespect disrupting organizational unity, you know what I'm saying? I said, explain that to me. You know, and he said, by you not cracking that star, you sent the wrong message, right? Now, keep in mind, everything that he was saying didn't match up to nothing that I understood, disrespect to the org to be, you feel what I'm saying, and disrespecting organizational unity. None of that matched up, but it didn't matter. I'm making a case on the merits of what I knew to be the law as far as what we went by. He's making a case, he's trying to play politics, right? But so he's asking me, don't even fight it, even if the language is wrong, right? Don't even fight the write up. I need to go out there, take the write up, set the example that nobody's above the law, right?
1: So you can actually
0: uh, have the option to dispute. I could, but he didn't want, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You can fight it. Now, just nine times out of ten, you're going to lose, you know what I'm saying? But there have been occasions where you know somebody gets written up, you know what I'm saying, and they go to, they take it all the way, you know what I mean, and you, and it's just like a jury trial. You come in front of a, a jury of your peers, and and they make a decision on whether you're right or not, guilty or not. You know what I'm saying? But in this case, he didn't even want me to fight it, right? He was asking me to do that as a personal favor. I'm like, okay, tell me what the punishment is gonna be. You know what I'm saying? If I do that, he said, well, I'm asking for six minutes, no cover up, and what that means with us. Is that you have to go in a room with six brothers for six minutes and get it on? That's just that on that. The only thing is not allowed is to put your feet on a brother, the bottom of your feet. I'm lo- so what does no cover mean? No, co- I can't ball up. I gotta stay up. You know what I'm saying? Now I get now. This is what they did do. He did allow me because sometimes when they say no cover up, that means you got to stand on the wall. You feel what I'm saying? Sometimes that means. Uh, with no cover-up. That means that I, I can't ball up, but I can get back. So he said, I'm going to let you fight back. I said, okay. So you telling me I'm the head of the compound. I made a decision that you don't like. You're telling me that the language that I come to understand for what you saying I did, even though the language don't match, you don't want me to fight that, and you want me to let them kick my ass. And he's like, bro, you can take that. They ain't hitting that hard he took this like this was a joke or something you feel me now i know that there's some brothers that don't like me you feel what i'm saying i know that it's some politics at play right here you feel what i'm saying so i'm looking at it like somebody finna try to do it they're gonna get theirs in today you feel what i'm saying so you know the whole i, I told him i said okay now i'm mad as a motherfucker don't get it twisted right but i'm so mad when i'm walking back i'm like I'm finna try to hurt one of them because they finna try to hurt me. I'm locking myself in to it's finna go down. So I get around there and guess what? They didn't need the copy of the write up that I had. They already had a copy. They already got it. They were waiting on it. He wrote, he gave he sent them one and gave me one. Why did he do that? Because he wanted to make sure that I didn't walk around that corner and say, oh everything's straight. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, it's some funny bunny stuff going on here, right? So anyway, I go and holler at brother name. I tell him, look, I'm going to plead guilty. Oh, they love that. So now, the chief of security over the compound, he picked the six brothers. Now, I can jack. But six people, man, coming in hard, that's a fight, man.
1: And they going to give it all they got.
0: They coming. They don't have a choice. If they come in light, then they get it. They, they can't come in light. You feel what I'm saying? They can't come in light. They can't show no favoritism. This is the business. You feel me? So we go to um, it's in the gym, and at, the, at this particular institution, in the gym it's a it's a pool room, and in the pool room it's a restroom that's big. It's it's massive. You know what I'm saying? It, it can hold about four or five people easily inside that restroom. You know? So we go over there. I don't know who the six people are. You know what I'm saying? He, he's got a group of guys around me. That's normal. You know what I'm saying? Walking, making sure that I'm gonna go. You know what I'm saying, and, and take the violation. So I don't know if these guys are gonna be the ones that are putting hands on me or whatever. So anyway, we get over there, and uh, we go into the into the restroom. Oh, it's three brothers. I'm like, oh, okay, something done change. So we in there, and it's going down. Three brothers, and they not that big. You know, I'm six one and a half, right? I'm win at this time. I'm probably wearing about one eighty. But I'm jacking and I ain't trying to brag or nothing, but I got some hands, right? And I'm fast with 'em. So we're in there jacking. I'm holding my own, right? It was the setup. It was the setup, man. As soon as I got I got them on the wall, but they, they hit me now. I'm leaking, they're leaking. But I can hold my own with three people, man, for six minutes. I'm still gonna be messed up, but I can handle that. Man, look here. My back was to the door. Still gotta
1: deal with the
0: I didn't know they were coming in. I done locked in. Okay, they just sent three in. This is what it's going to be. Maybe, you know what I'm saying, the brothers that's over me decided, look, just send three of them in. I'm thinking, you know, something like that done happen. I'm cool with it. Because once that clock starts, it it I don't care what's going on. They, we need to get to that six minutes and get this over with. You feel what I'm saying? So I heard the door crack. And when that door opened, they rushed in. And all six of them are on me. I'm talking about all I hear is pop, pop, pop. And I'm trying to get my bearings because I done fell. I'm trying to stand up. They accidentally step on my hands. Well, I'm going to say it was an accident because they ain't supposed to put their feet on no part of my body. But I'm trying to get up. I can't get up because my hand, they got their feet on my hands. I get When I do finally get up, I, my hands is hurting. I can't ball them up and really hit back like I want to. Man, I'm taking licks to the face. It seemed like every lick they was throwing was hitting in my face and my neck. Behind my ear, my ear is cauliflower already. Man, look here. When they called that six minutes, I was on the floor. I was on the floor. Keep
1: in mind, these are the same people that were subordinate to you.
0: Absolutely. And are still subordinate to me. I didn't lose my position. You feel what I'm saying? As soon as we walk out of there, I'm still the one. But nobody's above the laws, they say. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to get up, man, and I can't get up without stumbling. I'm leaking, man. I'm talking about leaking out my mouth, my nose, and I've always had bad nose bleed, So so I didn't trip about my nose, but I'm leaking out my mouth to the point where I'm spitting, trying to, you know how you're trying to get it to stop? It ain't stopping man. They done hit me real good in my face, my eyes black, and keep in mind at this time, I'm the unit clerk. I work for the people that run the building. You feel me? Luckily, you know, they didn't come to work that next day. That was a Thursday. You feel what I'm saying? That Friday, I laid in. So I got that whole weekend. But anyway, back to what I was saying. When I come out of there, they lay me on the pool table. I'm laid on the pool table stretched out, man. I'm trying to get my breath. You know how when you've been in a real fight and it's hard to breathe, all the air that's going into your lungs is hot.
1: What's the purpose of you being on
0: that pool table? What? They just had to lay me down. You feel I needed to cool off. You feel? I'm sweating. I'm bleeding. I had to lay down somewhere. You feel what I'm saying? And they laid me on that so I can try to catch my breath. I couldn't go outside because activities going on. People would see me. I had to get myself together. Try to wash up a little bit before I went out of there. It didn't make no difference because by now the bruising is setting in. The swelling is setting in. Everybody heard what was going on. You feel what I'm saying? If they didn't know before, they knew now. Somebody's getting their ass whooped in there. You feel me? And it was me. Man, I come up out of there, and, and the guy, same guys that just beat me up, they escorted me back to the unit. You know what I'm saying? We get back to the unit, and I go in the room. Now, keep in mind, my cellie, he's not the business. You feel me? So he looking like, what's going on, man? He thinking, you know, he jumped down off the bunk. He ready to get strapped up and do it. I'm like, no, just chill, man. It ain't. You ain't got nothing to do with this. You know what I'm so saying? So the business means what? It, he wasn't a member of the family. He okay. wasn't a member of the, of the organization, right? So I tell him, everything's fine, man. And uh, I said, man, I need to get me a shower. You know what I'm saying? So he stepped out. I broke down, you know, took my clothes off all this and that. And man, look, when I took my shirt off, all I see all over my body is black and blue. Black and blue, I'm saying, and and now it's getting hard to breathe. I can't take deep breaths and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking, man, I can't go to the clinic. If I go to the clinic, I know where I'm going. I'm going to the back. You know what I'm saying? They ain't gonna have no choice. My face is messed up. My body is messed up. You know what I mean? So I can't go to the clinic. I said, dang. I go to the shower. When I go to the shower, I take my ice cooler with me. I had a big ice cooler. I fill it up with ice. You feel what I'm saying? So when I get back to the room, I'll be able to ice myself down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Try to get the swelling down or whatever. I don't know if I got internal bleeding. I don't know if I, you know, if I got a concussion. I don't know none of that. All I know is I can't go to the clinic and get no help. Because if I go to the clinic and get help, then they're going to lock me down. Then they're going to come out and investigate. And then ain't no telling what might happen after that. You know what I'm saying? Some people are taking it. If you run over to try to go to the clinic, they'll say you slick checking in. But then that leads to people saying you told it on somebody. Then at least you can't never come back out. You, you feel what I'm saying? So I had to deal with it. You know so, what I'm saying? So
1: the ones that had to render you your punishment, how did you actually feel
0: about that? I wasn't no love after that. It wasn't no love after that. Even though I knew it was the business. Even though I knew that's what we all agreed. And you know what I'm saying? When we decided to join the fam, that we if we ended up on that end of it, we'd all accept that. You got to be subordinate. It wasn't no more love, man, after that, man, because I'm looking at it like this ain't just, you know, a tap at the tap. I got beat. I got beat. So I'm saying to myself, you know, how can you say you love me when you just did me like this? You feel what I'm saying? That ain't no love. And if that's love, that ain't the kind of love. I ain't, I ain't with that.
1: Did
0: they seem to be concerned about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, as soon as it was over, even while they were escorting me down, it was like, bro, you straight. You all right. You know, we ain't had no choice. They saying all of the right things. You feel what I'm saying? But, and then let me say this. I don't know if I was paranoid or what, but, you know, it was two or three brothers behind me and I could have sworn I heard laughing. And it could have been laughing. It could have been something unrelated to the issue. But just by me hearing that, you know what I'm saying, and knowing what I had just been through, I'm thinking, oh, they think this funny. This is what I'm saying in my head. Oh, okay. It's get back time. You feel what I'm saying? And what I learned out of that was that it ain't no love in this. It ain't no love in this. Now, don't get it twisted. I've met some people, you know what I'm saying, in the org that I feel like are my brothers, for real. You know what I'm saying? But it has nothing to do with the org. You know what I'm saying? It's genuine concern for each other. You feel what I'm saying? But beating on somebody, man, because they make a bad decision, that ain't corrective action that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? That ain't no love. That's intimidation. That's bullying. You feel what I'm saying? That's trying to make somebody submit to you. But then at the same time, you'll try to tell me that, you know, this is how we live. Nah. It makes no sense to me. So, you know, I said that to say this. You know, before you make a decision, man, to join an organization to where, you know, you're going to pledge your life to it. You're going to pledge your life to something. You need to know what really goes on in there. You know what I mean? And if you can't handle that, you shouldn't do it.
1: What about the people that say that they have to join something because they've come to prison or because of what neighborhood
0: they grew up in? I think that... Uh it's a lot of people like it. I've heard people say that. I think that uh a lot of people say that, but they end up joining out of fear man uh if you were from that neighborhood, you were from that neighborhood when you were on the streets. You know what I'm saying uh, but then you come to prison and join why why and now again, even if you were join- even if you were a member on the streets uh my thing is. How can you say that people that will beat you into submission love you more than your family? And if that means an extended family, whatever. I'm talking about people that have your genuine concern at heart. Because to me, it's like, if that's love, then my mom and daddy didn't love me. Because they didn't beat me like that when we were growing up. My grandparents didn't beat me like that. But I know they loved me. You feel what I'm saying? So if that's love, then the way I was raised was not right. So both of them can't be right. Both of them can't be right. You feel what I'm saying? When I did something wrong, my grandparents whooped me. You feel me? They didn't beat me. You feel what I'm saying? So it it, it has to be a measure to that. You know, you beating somebody in their face, in their head, till the ears swell up. You're beating them on their body to their whole body. I'm talking about all the way around from one side to the back of my body is black and blue. That is beating. You feel what I'm saying? You're trying to hurt somebody when you do that. That ain't love. You feel what I'm saying? You're trying to beat somebody that don't question what I say. Don't question what I do. This the business. You feel what I'm saying? And the next level, the next level to that is, okay, once you get that in your head, man, if I buck this rule, that's what I'm going to get. Then you're going to go. Now you're not even questioning things that don't even make sense. And then when you find yourself setting up in a courtroom because you done got sent out and killed somebody because somebody else told you to do it, now you're going to be sitting and thinking, why? Why did I do that? That fear, that beating. See, that's what that's all about. You beat them until they are not willing to object to anything that you say. You feel what I'm saying? And that's what I hope you know, when people listen to this, I hope you come away from this understanding that look, I get that you know, people want to be together, be in groups, this, this, and that. But I don't understand how it's that you can be a part of something that would hurt you. You feel what I'm saying? And then say that that's real.
1: Okay, but let me ask you this. Sure. How do you think that you have made it from the beginning all the way to the position of actually running the compound, do you feel that the positive aspects is what led you to become uh, who you be you know who you were uh, right. you know at well, that point or
0: well, uh, for me, I can only speak for me man uh I think that I was able to climb up the way that I climbed up because of you know the what I knew. The, the connections that I had in the dope game, it wasn't because, you know, Joe's a nice guy. You feel what I'm saying? He's a good dude. You know what I mean? It was because of what I can do. It was transactional, man. You feel what I'm saying? And I got rewarded with position for that. You feel what I'm saying?
1: Transactional meaning you scratch my back, I scratch you.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Joe has a lot of people that he can call and get this and get that. You feel what I'm saying? Joe... It's smart. Joe knows how to do this and do that. You feel what I'm saying? He's an asset to us. You feel what I'm saying? If we want to make Joe happy and, and, and so Joe would stick around, we need to do this. You feel what I'm saying? At the time, I didn't see it that way. I didn't see it that way. But now, as I look back, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think that the org used me just as much as I used it. You see what I'm saying? I'm not. I can't walk away and say, you know, my hands are totally clean. You know, because I put people in the rack. I did that. But it wasn't until I was on the other end of that that I understood, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? This ain't making no sense. You know what I'm saying? Now I, I think back to a, a lot of those younger brothers that I had put in the rack. And then later on, i pull up on them and i try to talk to them. They didn't want to rap. They didn't want to rap. You know what I'm saying? Now I get it. How you going to sit here and tell me you hear from me and you got my best interest at heart and you just let somebody come in and beat on me? You feel what I'm saying? This ain't real. man. So like I said, I, I would hope that people come away from this understanding that, you know, it's nothing wrong with having friends, you know what I mean? And, and, and people that you care about that are not blood related to you. Nothing wrong with that. But if you got friends that require you to submit to them in a way that's harmful to you, they're not your friends. I don't care what they say. And I don't care what anybody else says. A friend is somebody that's going to love you and appreciate you just because of you. That's it. Not because of what you can do. Not because of the people that you beat up for them. You feel what I'm saying? You shouldn't have to do any of those things for somebody to care about you and to love you. No. And so if somebody calls you a friend because you've done those things, keep in mind, one day, the exact same thing that you're doing to people, one day it's going to be your turn. It's going to be your turn. And then you're going to know what that feels like. You know what I'm saying? So, with that, you know what I'm saying, I'll close this out. Thank you for tuning into the show. Join me next week and hear the story about a good selling is hard to find.